Welcome to the Fit Golf Club podcast. If you're watching, it's because you're a male golfer over 40 years old, okay, looking to lose between 20 and 50 pounds, and you're doing it in the best golf fitness community that there is on this planet and on Facebook, okay? Uh, the group's growing week by week. We're over 2,000 members now. We're getting results week after week after week. I've got a backlog of videos and a backlog of testimonials to get out there. There's guys absolutely ripping it up. Okay, so if you're a golfer looking to lose body weight, um, build your strength and improve your game overall and your life, then you're in exactly the right place. That's exactly what we do. Um, so, yeah, so if you need any help at any point, please reach out to myself. Just tag me in a post or send me a private message and I'll be more than happy to help. So on to today's podcast. Uh, today's podcast isn't what you might think. We're not going to be going into exercise and nutrition strategies around fat loss training. Um, instead, we're going to be looking at the strategies of how to make time in your busy schedules to achieve your goals and stay on top of the process for the rest of your life. That's what we do. We do lifestyle change. We don't do quick fix. We don't do diet downs. We don't do like crazy hit exercise and high intensity burpee workouts. Uh, we do lifestyle change. So it needs to be things that are going to continue well after any kind of program uh, when you're working with myself. So I'm Dennis Roebuck, the founder of the Fit Golf Club. Uh, and I just want to say hello if you're watching or listening, either you guys that are here live in the Fit Golf Club, including Glenn, who's just stuck his head in the above the parapet, and John Watkins, or whether you're listening on Spotify sometime way into the distance future. But hopefully we'll still be here when you're listening. So, so yeah, firstly, before we get started, I just want to celebrate some wins. And again, I've got an absolute backlog of wins. The guys are absolutely on fire at the moment. We've got the programs dialed in and results are just getting churned out week after week after week. And firstly, uh, you'll have seen the video recently of Lee. Lee had absolutely awesome results. Um, I think it was £30 in total lost over a 12-week period. Lee's been a star. He's managed to do that in and around a busy lifestyle. And actually, Lee is a good example of this what we're going to be talking about today. So congratulations to Lee, uh, looking absolutely fantastic and recently enjoyed his 50th birthday, looking like he was 20 again. So what a win, uh, what a feeling for Lee and I'm really, really pleased for him. Uh, Colin, Colin seems to get a mention on every single podcast for whatever reason and that's because Colin is a leader. Um, he's just finished his 12-week programme again. I'm hopefully going to catch up with Colin in the next couple of days and record his um, post um, post program video interview testimonial whatever you want to call it and Colin will share some nuggets with you um, he's really took it on as a learning process um, especially the nutrition really showed a huge interest in that and come on leaps and bounds I remember Colin that first week on the phone messaging constantly not sure about what he was doing um, really questioning himself whether he was up to it and all those things and now he's a leader in that group. He's showing others the way, always there to pat people on the back. Uh, people like Henry, uh, welcome to the podcast, Henry. Uh, he's, he's just an absolute superstar, Colin. And then last but not least, by all means, Norv. Norv Morgan, <clears throat> again, one of those guys who started maybe hiding behind the pillow a little bit, uh, behind the city, 
not too sure, not too confident in himself, not too confident that his body would sort of hold up to the rigors of a program and consistent exercise and the nutrition. Wasn't sure he'd be able to what he'd be able to fit in and what he wouldn't. But all of a sudden, after three or four weeks, the penny dropped with Nov, and that was it. We just didn't see him for dust. The guy's out running instead of walking around his living room, which he was doing, or walking around his house, uh, which he was doing for exercise when I first spoke to him. Um, but yeah, Nov's been an absolute star, always an absolute joy to talk to. Um, really grateful guy, like really doesn't mind giving some gratitude out, which is lovely to hear. Um, and his, his results are fantastic. And it's not going to stop with Nov, I can tell that. I know um, he's moving on following the programme, but he's got a big year ahead getting married. So, Nov, I'm going to be staying in touch and wishing you all the best. It's been fantastic to work with you. Uh, and I hope you're hearing this at some point. So, yeah. So, three fantastic wins there from three amazing guys. And there's more and more to come. It's literally a conveyor belt of success we've got going at the minute. Uh, and all these guys are 40 plus year old golfers uh, and they're losing like between 20 and 50 plus pounds um, and they're doing it from home. They're doing it together um, they're doing it individually. It's, it's a huge mix of um, sort of ingredients that's coming up with these results and the guys are tapping into what suits them, pulling out the bits that work for them and they're getting results, which is fantastic. So on to today's episode, uh, I'll be going deep into a topic um, by popular demand that, you know, I hear a lot of guys in the group saying things like, I want to get fit, but I just don't have the time. If that's you, raise your hand in the comments below. If you've ever said, I want to get fit, but I just don't have the time. Maybe you're watching later on, uh, just hashtag replay. And again, just comment. These comments will always get picked up by us in the Fit Golf Club. And just tag me in the comment and I will respond. Also, people say things like, I need to drop 20 or 30 pounds, but I'm just too busy. So I need to drop 20 or 30 pounds, which is a life-changing amount of weight. You know, this is not just a number on the scales. This changes your life. This changes your outlook, your energy, your zest for life the things you do, your willingness to whip your t-shirt off, the willingness to wear a t-shirt and not a hoodie or whatever and cover up, but yet you're just too busy. Um, that's something that often gets said, okay? And this is genuine, whether it's said by text or a Facebook message or just in a comment to me when I uh, speak to the guys, these are things that do get said. Or, again, an oft, a common one would be something like, by the time I'm finished at work, I just can't find energy to hit the gym. Okay, again, it's something else. We're putting up as a barrier and we're almost announcing to ourselves that this barrier is an immovable object. Um, and, you know, it's just not. John Allen, who was listening to this podcast, lost four to six pounds in his first 12 weeks with me. Works solid, you know, does up to two miles up and down ladders a day comes home does his workout okay he finds a way to get the job done um, and he doesn't use any excuses not a single time okay so if you are, if you're one of the guys that thinks this or says these things then today's episode is for you so i hope you get a lot from it okay and i will keep it pretty short so just so i know i can see in the comments Tony, this is not one, this is not a Zoom that you jump into, mate. 8 p.m. the Zoom that you jump into. Uh, if that sounds like 
um, you comment below and let me know if time is your big struggle. Comment the word time in the comments below and let me know what I'm up against. Let me know who out there is struggling with time. Yeah, tag me in, tag me in it and just put time and I'll reach out and we'll look through this, through the little bit of information that we're going to go through today. Um, it's usually important. So comment time below if this is something that you're struggling with. Okay. So first of all, again, I always sort of prefix things uh, and I'm going to do it again. It's And again, it's not making an excuse for your excuses. Um, but there is more to life than just working the whole time, all right? Um, there's more to life than doing all of the unimportant things that you do instead of looking after your health. And that's the whole basis of this podcast, okay? Um, so, you know, there is just so much more to life than working the whole time. And we need to pull ourselves away from that, but it takes it takes a direct action to do that. Otherwise, and I'm guilty of this as well, we will just work all day. We're not conditioned to nine to five anymore. We're conditioned to wake up, start working, continue to work until we have to go to bed, get up and repeat. You know, and for the future generations, this nine to five thing that's gone, they're never going to understand that. Um, and that, <clears throat> that does leave us with a problem, which is what we're talking about today. We're, we're kind of just working and nothing else is being allowed to fit into our diaries and we start to use it as um, as a as a barrier to entry to a healthier life. So I do urge you guys, you know, those self-employed guys out there or whoever really, but the self-employed guys especially, you can make that time. You've got to make that time for yourself, okay? And that's why I'm here to help you, okay? Whatever your health goal is right now, whether it's dropping £10 or £50 or £100, whether it's getting stronger, improving your mobility, I want to help you achieve it, okay? But we've got to get over that first obstacle, which is the time, the time issue. Um, so I'm going to ask you a really important question now. I want you to answer below in the comments, again, if you're watching live. Um, and if you're watching later on, again, just, just comment and hashtag replay, tag me in the comment and let me know the answer to this question, all right? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to achieve your goals, okay? So however big or little your goal is, what are you willing to sacrifice when you look at your life? If you look at your Google calendar, you look at your diary, or maybe you just know what it is that you're doing on a daily basis, what are you willing to sacrifice to achieve those goals, okay? What are you willing to say no to in order to add years to your life potentially? Something's got to give, hasn't it? Because you can't just keep cramming more things into your like every waking hour. So what are you willing to say no to? No to, that was really Yorkshire, wasn't it? Uh, in order to add years to your life, because that's what we're talking about here. Okay. And this is the essential part. What are the non-negotiables that you're just not willing to give up in return for those goals? Um, and I want you to think about them honestly as well, okay? It's it, This is a huge, huge thing. There are things that are non-negotiable, okay? We do need to have boundaries. Um, I'm not, this is going back to my first point, I'm not saying that fitness is the be-all and end-all, but your health is, okay? But having boundaries is still super important, especially on a fat loss journey. Uh, you need to have that clarity and 
but also the balance. So you don't end up resenting the process, which obviously results in you falling off the wagon. Hey, Jesse Humble. Jesse Humble. What are you doing in here, big dog? <laughs> Aren't you like doing content everywhere at the minute? That's all I see. It's the Jesse Humble show on my Facebook feed. Um, great to see you. So, you know, I've lost my thread now, Jesse. So having boundaries it is super important on a fat loss journey or any fitness journey. Uh, you need to have that clarity and balance so you don't end up resenting the process and fall off the wagon. That is the big deal. All right. All right. This allows you to have that fulfilled life and balance with your family, loved ones, friends, while still hitting those important goals along the way. And that's how it's got to be. But there's got to be some management goes in there. And that comes down to you making that conscious effort and those conscious decisions around your negotiables and your non-negotiables. Okay, so that's what we're going to be going through. A few tactics to help you. Um, so that that's basically the premise of this, this whole podcast. So let's dive in. Um, to start with, you need to know, okay, you need to know exactly what success is for you. Like, what is the goal? What is success? Okay, and I don't just mean a number on the scale, whatever it may be. Like, your success may be getting yourself to the point where you can wear shorts or a T-shirt or a vest or nothing. It might be getting yourself back on the market um, if you're single. I don't know. Whatever the success is to you, literally write it down or put it in the comments below. Um that's what we that's what we, that's what you need to know before you start on any journey. Where is that journey headed? Okay. Um, is it just dropping weight or is it dropping weight for a special occasion? Is it a holiday? Or like I said, is it just to look good naked in front of your wives and girlfriends or your brothers? I don't know, you know? So knowing what it looks like is absolutely key. Um, and that's going to determine the level of sacrifice that you need to make, to be willing to make that happen. Okay. So it's, it correlates, doesn't it? So if your goal is to lose two pound, then you're not going to have to give up a whole host of things, are you? You, you know, you're not going to have to sort of make huge swoop, swooping and sweeping changes to your life. All right. So that, that's what I'm talking about. That's why it's important to know your goal, sort of quantify it, understand it, Give it a time time frame, think about it logically, and then look at your diary, look at your schedule and think, right, to achieve that goal, something's got to give. Where is it? Where is the where's the sort of that point that's going to give for us? All right. Um so if we create boundaries um when we don't know what it is we're aiming for. We're going to come unstuck, okay? So don't just create boundaries. So what I'll get a lot of is guys saying, I've stopped doing this, I've stopped doing this, I've stopped doing this. Well, why? Why have you stopped doing it? That takes you back. Take it back a step. Um, but once, we, So once we know the target, you know, we can make those difficult decisions around it um, and understand what we're willing to give up in order to get there, all right? So this is something I ask my clients right at the start of their programs. Uh, and it's not to the fact, it's to get understanding of exactly like what they can fit in to understand and ensure their success. Like what does your day look like? How busy are you? And these guys probably don't even know I'm doing it for this reason. Uh, let me pick somebody out. Who have we got? Jack, super, super busy guy. Got lots on. If I gave Jack a program with six workouts a week, two runs, um, and 
I don't know, 20,000 steps and he's got to get a swim in, Jack's going to tell me to do one, okay? <laughs> me and Jack aren't going to be working together for very long, okay? You've, it's got to be something that fits into your life, that's got to be a reason behind it, and I've asked Jack to make some sacrifices, so there is enough in there where he's got to make some choices, some hard choices around the work time, uh, family time, whatever. Jack's had to make choices, and he's making that, and he's making sure he gets his working, Okay. These guys don't know I'm doing it. We don't talk about it like this. We kind of do it, and I sort of look at it and go, right, we've done that. Tick that box. All right? So, again, other people in the group. So, for example, Luke runs multiple businesses. I don't know if you've seen Luke's results recently, or you could even use this for Lee. He's super busy, wildly successful, um, but he needs to improve his strength, those 15 to 20 pounds. And what's his non-negotiable for Luke? It's his kids. He wants to put them to bed. He wants to take them to school. He wants to feed them. He wants to interact with them. He wants to take them to the beach. He lives in a lovely part of the world, that kind of thing. So for Luke, his process, his days, he gets up, sorts them out, goes to work, does his thing, then comes home, sees them, plays, sorts them out for bed, etc. Um, so for Luke, he decided to use a chunk of time in the evening to get the job done, to get his workouts done without impacting on his non-negotiables. Um, and if he didn't do that, you know, it wouldn't work. And, it, and that's what Luke made a conscious decision to do. We've even moved his eating schedule around that. Um, and, you know, if, if you didn't see Luke's results, he lost £24, okay, whilst running, I think, two or three businesses, working a high-pressure job, being on the road, um and having children, fit in a bathroom, and fit in a kitchen, by the way, as well. And that was all in 12 weeks. So what you have to look at this. You can't just mindlessly stick something else in the middle of your diary. Something's got to give, all right? So I hope that gives you a good couple of examples. I'm going to have a look in the comments, see what's going on. Jack's in there. Starting to lose weight, as exercise more, eating better, and remembering just how much better I feel. Brilliant, brilliant. So it, it is important, and, you, and that's a big thing, people get into the rhythm, and what it should feel like, it should feel seamless and simple. Once you've got this process in place, you're not constantly firefighting and looking for that spot in your diary and getting angry and getting frustrated and falling off the wagon. If it's pre-planned, understood, you've made that conscious effort to look at your... Um, your diary, your schedule, the negotiables and non-negotiables, like it should fit into your life pretty simply then because your exercise, your health, your nutrition is a non-negotiable really because you're always eating, okay? We're always eating and we should always be doing some form of movement, obviously, all right? Now, you know, going back to Luke's situation, what would you, what you, what would you have done in that situation? Like what would you have given up? Like, would you get like Netflix, um, you know, something like that? I don't know. What what things are you struggling to give up personally when you start looking in your diary and start looking at your day, start just looking at your day. Even the things that aren't in your diary, like I said, just Netflix. Like really? Spending two hours a day on Netflix, is that going to serve you well? PlayStation or what, whatever. I know there's some gamers in, in, this, in this group. Um it's not going to get you further down the road towards your goal, is it? There are other things, not just the big things like your kids or whatever. Maybe watching sport, maybe, um, I don't know, something else that's a, 
almost a complete waste of time. Beer, Jack says. All these things, there's all the little things as well. It's not just these big things like your children, the lifestyle things. There's all the other little bits and bobs that add up that you can give up, you know. And I'll, I'll set you a little task. What's one or two non-negotiables for you? So in the comments section, give me one or two non-negotiables for you. Okay. Let me know what they are. Drop me a comment below. Um, and see the task through. Actually block those out of your diary, in your diary. So for some of you, it might be like spending time with your wife or walking the dogs or playing golf, it might be for some of you. Okay, I'm going to come to that in a second because for me, that's one of the things that's negotiable. Okay, um, you know, look at everything else in your diary. What's in there that is actually negotiable as well? Glenn says time. These kids have to work. Perfect. Non-negotiable for Glenn. Non-negotiable. Okay. Fishing and golf for Jack. Are they negotiable or non-negotiable, Jack? I'm guessing non-negotiable because that's your downtime. And as, as busy as I know you are, I'd suggest that that is good downtime. Now, going back to the Netflix thing and what Jack's just said there, fishing and golf... These things are great to like decompress and chill out, okay? Non-negotiable, Jack says, that's fine. Um, you know, I'm not poo-pooing any idea, by the way. Everybody's individual, like, so I've just used a Netflix idea. That might be something you use to wind down. I've got into a little habit of doing it from 9.30, something like that. Just I just watch a couple of episodes of something, whatever it is, just, just to wind down because I literally don't wind down. And that's not looking for sympathy. That's explaining my... Uh, criteria, my my sort of take on on this non-negotiable and negotiable thing. Um, okay, so for for me, like my non-negotiables are my wife, who I need to make more time for. Uh, exercise, got to do something every day. Sometimes I have a day off, but it pains me to do it. Um, my kids all need to make more time for his kids and the dogs because otherwise they're going to poo and we. In the house so they need some time in the morning they need some time in the evening and they need a bit of fuss in the day and that's just part of being a pet owner is it isn't it but the things that are negotiable for me well, i mean one of them is golf because personally i can't justify taking four or five hours out of my day two or three times a week to play golf i just can't do it i'm a business owner got all those other things that are non-negotiable something's got to give and i love my golf it's a big part of what I do. Uh, it's the only thing I actually do as sort of recreation. But at this point in time, when I'm building a business, I'm serving clients, I've got my other non-negotiables in there. Golf has to go by the wayside. And oftentimes, I'm just the guy on the range. You know, I've, I've played six holes since lockdown. Okay. Another one for me would be alcohol. For me, I can't wake up groggy. My days are long. I need to be able to concentrate. I need to be sharp. I need to, there's work to get through. I just don't want to feel that like 10% down. I can't justify spending the money on it in return for a loss of productivity on the other side, you know, during the, those days that follow. So alcohol for me, it goes out the window. And unless I do see a little window where I can use it as a wind down, but that's, again, it's negotiable. So I put it in there and take it away. It's something that's, so it can plug a gap, but also it can come out to make room for something more in line with my goals, 
um, be it business goals or fitness goals. Okay, another one that's non negotiable for me football. I'm a big Sheffield Wednesday fan, but again, I just can't take the time, can't put the financial resources uh, and take those away from the non negotiables. It's just not up for discussion. Football has to go by the wayside. Uh, I can't take half a day out away from everybody else, uh, away from all the other non-negotiables to go and watch Sheffield Wednesday because, let's be frank, they're just not worth it at the moment. Um, and, well, that, that has been for 30 years, to be fair. So, you see, for some of you, those things might be non-negotiable, and that's fine. Um, but what about the simple things that we can negotiate out of our lives? You need to think about those. Like I said, sort of things like the things that eat your time and take away from... You know, you can't come to me and say you haven't got time to get fit if you're spending time on TV, Netflix, social media, uh, takeaways, eating chocolate. Um, you know, and sometimes, like I said, these things are great to decompress, but if they become a habit, then they're becoming a negative impactor on your life. Okay, just don't let them eat into your productivity or your health goals. So I hope that makes sense of my perspective on this and helps you get a handle on those habits and patterns stop oh, stopping your progress okay um so your next step really uh, so now you've figured out your negotiables and non-negotiables you've got a bit of an idea in your head it's time to focus on the next step and that's getting started so one mistake people make is to just go for it all in one hit or something like that's just unsustainable they just go mental um and it's trying to run before you can walk kind of thing they just clear the decks change the whole world can't be done. It needs to be drip fed and put in stages. So don't try and do everything at once. Uh, that just leads to frustration and most most likely a possible relapse before you've even gone started. Okay, um, and that's on any fitness plan or program that you're going to be doing. Um, so what is the first stepping stone for you? Like, what do you think about the first thing you do? So a lot of the guys on this is they've contacted me for the first step, and that's fine because not everybody knows how to do it and. We don't just dump everything on them at once. They're starting out, there's a starting point, and then we change and tweak and change and tweak and suggest. And eventually, by the end of the 12 weeks, they're a completely different reprogrammed person. That's what a program is. Um, so do you, not, do you know what to do first? If not, that's okay. It's not your job. Um, but the key here is to not waste your time and energy on the wrong approach. Um, you wouldn't run a marathon before running a 5K, would you? The same analogy applies here as well. All right. There's so many things to line up and it can be overwhelming, but that's, like I said, that's what I'm here for. Um, you need to identify what your needle movers, that's what I call them. You need to identify those needle movers, those things that are going to start that process and start moving the weight figure, the energy levels, just start moving the needle. Okay. Um, so for example, don't go diving deep into macro timing and, you know, that shouldn't be your first step or your first needle mover. Instead, just eating a cleaner, more balanced diet should be. And not worrying too much about the numbers. You do know what cleaner food is. Another example would be like trying crazy workout routines or like Frankenstein exercise movements that are just not needle movers, okay? In fact, they're going to do you more harm than good. Instead, just get moving, get started, do some resistance training, keep it basic, push, pull, squat, that kind of thing, um, you know. The first step for beginners, whether I mean whether it's the first step for beginners or the next step for those who are like experienced trainers, um, like that's that's the most important step. 
Okay, so the first step for beginners or the next step for experienced trainers uh, is, is really the most, most important step. So which one are you? If you're an experienced trainer and you're looking to take that next step, comment next step below if you're stuck. Like I've just been having a conversation with Philip. Um, he, he's looking to take the next step. If you're an inexperienced trainer, you've got no idea how to start, again, absolutely fine. That's first step. So comment first step below, okay? And, and that's essentially it. So, I mean, I hope you've taken some ideas from that podcast and understood how to sort of arrange your diary and prioritise things, okay? Uh, and now you know what's a needle mover and what's not, how to sort of get that first step done, okay? Uh, and how to start making progress. It's not sort of, you're not going to change everything in one foul swoop and you're not going to hit the nail on the head perfectly. It's a, it's trial and error. Every single person's different, but you take those steps, you start prioritizing things and looking at your schedule and actually looking at things that you're losing time on, losing productivity, losing energy on, get them out of your life, cut them out, replace them with things that are going to benefit you and help you take that first step or next step, then you're on to a winner. Okay. And that's the end of the podcast. It's been great seeing your engagement in the group. Um, so thank you all for attending. Thank you all for engaging. If you've got any questions that follow up from this, please, please, please feel free to comment on this post or send me a direct message. When you comment on this post, just tag my name in it. So I'm sure to see it. Um, but yeah, that, that's the end of this podcast. Again, you'll be able to catch it on Spotify Towards the end of the week, I'll put it out there and I will put a reminder out on the Facebook page. But until then, have a great evening. Enjoy your week. Have a think about what you're going to do from this point on and, uh, and go and get it, guys. Okay, I'll speak to you soon.